0: Hello everybody, and welcome back to the Indie Insider. My name is Charlotte Carpenter from Baby Woman Records, and this is the podcast for artists by artists. The whole reason it's here is so that we, as independent musicians, can have more conversations, hear more conversations from each other, but also some of the gatekeepers within our industry. You know, I've found over the years that things become a lot less lonely and depressing and anxiety inducing if we just start talking a little bit more because everything that i'm experiencing i know that somebody else is too and it just makes everything feel so much more comforting and wholesome knowing that you're not alone in 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 your own career so yeah that's why the podcast is here i hope you feel good about that and i hope that If this is your first time today, hello, welcome. There's a whole host of episodes that you can go back and find about sorts of things from distribution to publishing to, to booking agents to talking about failure and you know does luck exist and how you can up your admin game there's all sorts of stuff for everybody so please go back and check it out but today's episode is something I've been sitting on for a little while and something that I'm really 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 excited to share because I'm talking to someone who has been doing music for a very, very long time. And someone who you know, has so much wisdom on what it takes to be a musician for such a long time and how you really extend your career and how you own your career and just always be in charge of it. But we're actually talking about something slightly unrelated to that. I am gonna put my hands up and say, I'm very unqualified for what I'm about to talk about. So, this episode is about music and parenthood and what it takes to keep that balance between, you know, controlling and being in a band on top of being a mum. And the reason I wanted to do this episode is because I'm, I'm interested in knowing how you can do that. Like, me and my girlfriend were talking about having children, not right now, but in the future, and I just said, do you know what, I don't even know what that looks like. I have no knowledge of what it truly takes to be a musician and be a mum at the same time and it's because those examples aren't out there for us you know we're seeing the likes of Beyonce and these massive musicians which obviously have a lot more money and um, opportunity when it comes to like, like having a child and childcare and taking them on tour and stuff and I thought wow you know what does that look like for for the likes of us and in my kind of pondering of this subject i decided to throw a tweet out and see who was out there making music as well as being a mum and somebody got back to me who i was so excited to hear from and it was a genuine privilege to just have an hour of her time this is hazel wilde from lanterns on the lake who are an incredible band they're from newcastle they've been doing this a really long time and their fifth album spook the herd has just been nominated for the mercury prize and she shares with me her experiences about being a new mother and also still being in this band on top of them being nominated for a massive prestigious award so thank you hazel so much for giving me your time and i cannot wait for other independent musicians out there to hear your experiences. So let's dive in, let's see and hear and think about just what it takes to be a parent in music today. It was a bit of a shot in the dark when I like threw the tweet out there anyway. I was like, oh, like I've got friends that are parents but none of them are musicians. So I didn't even have anyone that I could just be like, can I talk to you for a second? And when I started the whole podcast, I wanted to make sure that I was getting as many different angles of being an independent musician as possible and not just like my own. Um, And me and my partner, we were recently talking about children and we're quite a long way off it, but I just turned around and said, I don't even know like how I'm gonna be able to do that. Like, because most of my life I feel like you're you're a mother when you're like like financially stable enough or something um and as an independent artist i just can't even see that being a thing (laughs) um Um, what's what's your kind of point of view on that kind of thing
1: well i was this i was the same i suppose and i'm in the unique situation here where i should mention that um my partner is in the same band so both parents of of the baby are in the same band um so that's a, another whole um, like thing to factor into planning. And we did talk about um, starting a family years ago and we did put it off for quite a long time just because the band for us was like everything and probably like yourself, it's just this all consuming thing in your life. And you're like, I just do not have the capacity for an extra thing to love and be involved in and to have to focus on. So we, um, I mean, we put out like three albums before we even got round to, mm-hmm. you know, taking the plunge. And at that time, um, we, didn't, we didn't know, like yourself, I, I was trying to like look online for examples of people. And I suppose, I think I remember um, my partner Paul was like, oh, low, lower in the, you know, the band Low From, mm-hmm. yeah. They're in the same band and they've got a family and they do it. So we kind of used them as an example of like it is possible, yeah. but of course with anything you're never gonna be and just being a parent anyway, you're never gonna be truly ready or you you've got to kind of like just go for it and if and if your music is important to you in your life like it is for us, then we felt like we'll find a way there will be a way to do both mm-hmm. um and so far we have made that work. of course there's um there's, there's problems there, in that, you know, there's more time constraint, there's, uh, we've got to do a lot of forward planning for things like just rehearsing, basically. Um, but we have found, like, things like time constraint can be quite a positive thing, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, the rehearsals are a lot more focused and a lot more intentional, there's a lot less time to kind of, like, just sit around and, you know, talk. <laughs> and it's like okay we've got to get through these songs we've got like two hours before we pick the baby up um so yeah and then the whole financial side of course that's that's a massive thing um you, you can't get maternity probably maternity leave as a musician that's just not that doesn't exist really like, well you can get um statutory maternity pay can't you for is it six months or something like that yeah and and, and that's not a lot of money, but of course you need to take the time off the actual leave time off to care for your baby and stuff like that. So, um, and in that time, you're not making music.
0: So oh, yeah. how did, I mean, when, when, what's your partner's name? Is it Paul? Yeah. Yeah. When you and Paul thought to yourselves, okay, like let's, let's give this a go, you know, let's yeah, let's do it. At what point in your career were you at?
1: So we had released our third album, and we had um, toured quite extensively around Europe and stuff like that. And then I had got a part-time job, just to, support. obviously you'll understand, like, you
0: can't- Yeah, gotta do it.
1: Yeah. Um, so there was that that bit more, like you mentioned before, security there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which did help with the, the decision-making. But we did feel like we'd made a good go at it, with the band so far, we'd built up um, a nice following, and we felt like
0: we were in a good place to take the plunge. Mhm. Mhm. I, I, it's. It, it just seems. I think when I was talking to my partner about it, we were just a bit like, "I don't. I don't even know how like my, what my life is going to look like a month from now, let alone." you know, six months, a year from now and do you have to take every day as it comes in a completely new way or like or do you when you're planning when you're making plans like with the band and stuff, like how do you navigate your way around childcare and then also kind of doing all the checklist stuff that you have to do with your band?
1: Yeah. So there's a huge amount of forward planning. Um and I've always kind of taken the role in the band of um being the proactive one who like does the admin and like makes the plans of like, okay, we need let's put an album out at this time, therefore we need to be writing it at this time and recording it at this time. And um, so while I was pregnant, I like, I just like went for it and just like planned so far in advance. We had an album ready to go. Um, so we, we were still um, mastering that while I was pregnant and we put a pause on releasing it until the baby was six months old.
0: Right, and was was that a a conscious choice you made?
1: Yeah, I think it was going to come out um, in the, in 2019. And uh, then I found out I was pregnant. We were like, let's just like plan this a little bit better.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So yeah, while I was pregnant, I like planned so much around the release of um, the album so that when the baby was first born, I could just focus on that for a few months, just focus on like finding my feet as a, a new mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, and just generally with the band, we, we have to plan really far in advance now. So like, there's a lot of, I have like color coded calendars, <laughs> like on my, like, right, this is when I can rehearse, therefore my mom can have her on this day. And,
0: you know. <laughs> so you live yeah. close to your parents and stuff?
1: yeah i live close to mine um paul's live in um a place called stanley which isn't like an old mining town in county durham mm-hmm. um, So that's maybe about a 45 minute drive or something like that um so not too far and we're in we're really lucky actually that our families are both um really want to be involved mm-hmm. and um that's that was really helpful in the decision-making of starting a family. And um, what is it like the African saying, um, it takes a village to raise a child. That's definitely the case with us because um, we've got a lot of family involved in that side. I don't know if you're in that lucky position, but um, it does help.
0: Yeah. um, I've kind of, I've always stayed close to home, actually. I've never Mm -hmm. done, um like the moving to london thing or anything like that um mostly because i just don't think i need to where where is it that you live um i live in leicestershire
1: okay
0: yeah um i live in a little town um called market harborough um which is very lovely and quaint and quiet um which is kind of the way i like it really but i've never yeah i've never really felt the need to uh, be away from my family i guess um so i guess that that does help especially in your perspective but i did um i read the article that you sent over that amy the great did Yeah, yeah. Um, which was incredible like just from the, the very beginning kind of thing looking at all of the stuff that she had to load in and out of a van that majority of the stuff was baby stuff um so i find it amazing that she even took a baby on tour um, yeah. and i know you've got a pretty big tour coming up next year is it yes yeah, so we had um unfortunately we've
1: had to cancel a few tours this year just because of this whole um flipping mm. pandemic yeah <laughs> and like most people and so in the, for those tours we had um what we're, again, we had to like plan really far in advance, and luckily we work with a team of people who are really understanding and accommodating. So we had broken our tour up quite a lot, so we'd be away for a few days and then back for three or four days, then away for a couple, back for a couple. Um, because the idea of taking a baby on tour for me is not, <laughs> I just cannot imagine that, and I really admire um, I Emmy mean, the Great for doing that. But I can't like see. When I'm on tour, I'm just so engrossed in that. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, I, I can barely look after myself. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Never mind a baby. Um, but for the tour next year, again, we're going to, um,
0: our parents are going to help with the childcare there. How have you been able to, um, I know you said that like, music obviously is kind of like life consuming, really. <laughs> um, how have you been able to? dedicate time to your baby, at the same time as still trying to, you know, keep your music career ticking along?
1: Um, yeah, good question. I mean, there's some things that you do have to sacrifice, and... What um, kind of stuff, if you don't mind me asking? Well, to be honest with you, um, I'd, I didn't value um, enough, um, when, like, the time that I spend um just on my own, um just tinkering away and writing on guitar or piano or whatever. Um where there, there, there's not much pressure and I know that I've got like an afternoon or something to just write by myself. So we do we have been doing a lot of stuff together as a band and that's stuff we can like plan in and stuff. But um yeah in terms of like just writing on my own, that's the part that I feel um it's not the same as it was in my life, but I think a huge part of that has been because of this lockdown situation that we're just coming out the other side of. Mm-hmm. I think if I'd been able to um have childcare throughout that time, I wouldn't have lost that, you know, that precious time that I have on my own. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I hope that now um we can have more childcare.
0: We mm-hmm. I can get that back. Has there ever been a moment when you're, you're you know being a mother with your child and and an idea comes in and you just think oh shit if i don't write this down or don't record this it's going to go but i cannot do either of those th- either of those things
1: i mean that's not how ideas come for, for me i know they do for a lot of people like they get a melody in their head or something but mine come when i'm like i find the chords and then the melody or the lyrics come mm-hmm. um and sometimes I go through big periods where I don't write anything for quite a long time and that like all that stuff builds up inside of me and then there's like a big release and I can be like writing for months on end and just like don't want to let go of that train I'm just like riding it like yeah just writing like mad writing loads and loads of stuff so I haven't had it where I've been with my daughter and an idea has come in Mm I've definitely been with my daughter and thinking oh my god there's so much stuff I need to get done for the
0: bath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's your daughter's name? It's Alice. Alice okay lovely and how old is she? She just turned one um, a couple of weeks ago. Wow yeah because I know you said before like you're only kind of just finding your feet yeah in in this whole world and um, I know you've already mentioned that you kind of don't have a lot of time on your own anymore um but is there any other sort of massive realization that you've had that you didn't think you would have and that Uh, could be personal it doesn't have to be related to musical career
1: I think I was surprised although I shouldn't be really in in this world I was surprised that like when I told people I was pregnant um the first thing they said was oh well that will be it for the band then won't it and it's like, oh, okay. Uh, Thanks for that. Yeah, because um, I think there's there's still that assumption, mm. that um, and that judgment of women that you know once you become a mother, you just you're no longer a person with your own hopes and dreams or you know mm-hmm. ambitions. You've got to kind of sacrifice absolutely everything and lose yourself as a person, lose your identity, and you're just a mom, and therefore. Um, everything you do is, is for your child, which I don't think men have that, that problem at all. Um, but I actually felt like personally the opposite. If anything, I felt more ambitious and more like I wanted to keep pursuing music because I wanna show my daughter that you, 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 you should follow your heart and you should do the things in life that you think are important. Um, that's a really important thing for me to show her and be an example of
0: that's so beautiful it really is i I think from watching um some of my like i mentioned before some of my friends are parents now and they've definitely had that moment of of conflict in themselves where they feel like they're losing their identity yeah um and i don't know how how you feel about being a musician i'm assuming you're similar too, but so much of being a musician is my identity and i've had definitely had the moment of you know who am i without music you know what is my life without that and i guess that's it feels like there's just so many different layers to the things that you're going through like if i worry about that anyway as like a woman without a child Mm -hmm. and then you bring a child into that scenario yeah like how do you, I know you've said that you're really passionate about, um, kind of doing music. So your daughter sees that, which is, which is the one, and I think that's like the way we should all be, but how do you see your identity changing or has it already changed or are you fighting for it not to change?
1: Not fighting for it not to change. Um, I'm fighting to be able to keep going, um, Yeah, I don't feel like my identity's changed at all, to be honest with you. I've just got this extra thing in my life that I love just as much as the music. Mm -hmm. And um, when, like, just before I had it, like when I was heavily pregnant, I remember going through, like a bit of a crisis where I was thinking, oh no, I hope that, um, I hope I have got enough time for it and I hope that I'm going to be a good mum and all that kind of thing. But I think mums have, go through that anyway you know mm-hmm. and uh whatever career you're in you're always going to find difficulties and you're always going to find difficulties as a musician full stop as you say you're always worrying about you know how you juggle life and um how you make ends meet financially and all the rest of it mm-hmm. and yeah it's just it's no easier it's just an extra it's an extra little part of the puzzle that you've got to kind of piece together and work through and an extra little mm-hmm. uh Logistical thing that you've got to factor in, but um, I feel like it's definitely worth it. And I'm of the I'm of the view that I know, like people say, you can't have it all. You can't have a career and children. But I'm like, nah, fuck that not? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: yes, I'm. I'm, a, I'm exactly the same. I think I um I just I just don't want to. I don't want to prove them right. want I want to yeah. prove them wrong constantly. Um which is tiring on its own. So, you know, to then have that drive and that commitment to your daughter and to, you know, to prove that person wrong that told you, oh, the band's over then. Yeah,
1: but don't you find part of being a musician is, like, there's a tiny grain of that is um, proving people wrong anyway, (laughs) trying to prove people wrong anyway. Yeah, Uh, yeah, it's just an extra, extra layer
0: of that. Yeah, yeah, it really is. How are, how are things going with, with the band? I mean, I know that you've just been nominated for the Mercury.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, I know that. That's n- massive. Yeah, it's massive. It couldn't have come at a better time. Like, um, we put out the album in February, then the tours got cancelled, and, like, and this record was just so important to us. We were dead proud of it. And um, it was like heartbreaking because I thought, it's going to be forgotten about. I know that's really selfish because during this whole pandemic, people have been really struggling with so much stuff like health and jobs and all the rest of it. But I was like, just gutted about the album being forgotten about. And Mm -hmm. then um, this like came out of the blue completely. Mm -hmm. So things have ramped up a bit um, with the band. There's like a lot more interviews and um, press attention around it and things to do, like, rehearsing and some film and stuff for the Mercury's and all that kind of thing Um, which is great, I love
0: it. I mean you already seem like a a pretty grounded person anyway from how long you've been in the band and all the things you've achieved, is there ever those moments where all these crazy things are happening around you with music like the Mercury Award and then you just look down at Alice like you have no idea what's happening? Yeah
1: well the night that we found out actually Went upstairs, Paul was trying to put her to bed, and I went upstairs. And like, I just got the phone call, and I was pretty teary at the time. <laughs> I took him a whiskey up because I was like, Great, this is the news! And I was like, Paul, uh, I don't know how to say this. We've been nominated for the Mercury Music Prize, and uh, well, he didn't believe us, but Alice was just like, eh, like like, being a baby. And I was like, Alice, this is a real moment here, you just
0: don't care. <laughs> Yeah. Have you come round to celebrate that nomination yet? It's funny, isn't it? Cause like
1: we couldn't really properly celebrate. I think ordinarily we would have all gone to the pub and like had a massive party or something, but, um, (laughs) everyone was still in lockdown pretty much. So, um, we we felt quite disconnected from each Mm other. Um, There was just a lot of like messaging on WhatsApp and um, Mm. you know celebrating separately. And then we did get together that um, I think it was that weekend because we had to do some photos and uh, that was really lovely because we hadn't seen each other for months anyway. And then we were seeing each other and we'd been shortlisted for the Mercury, so that was really
0: cool. It's it's incredible news. It really is. I've, I've. I followed the Mercury anyway, because it's just one of those things that you do. Oh, and I saw your name pop up. I thought, this is just such a good moment, like in life, because all of the Mercury nominations for a couple of years have uh, not been the best, I'd say. Um, mm-hmm. So when I saw like a band that I know have been doing it for a really long time and have been working really, really hard at it, I thought, there's hope out there for us yeah Yeah. that's how i felt when i saw your name and how what was going through your head when you when you heard the news
1: just an overwhelming wave of emotion it was like mixed with relief in a way of like okay because you know sometimes you can be doing things and you're probably the same you're like like just like hammering away at the music and the band and stuff and sometimes you catch yourself and think am i deluded like do people actually like what we do is this <laughs> doing at all and then um something like that happens and it's like okay i am on the right path this is all right mm-hmm. and what you're saying about um it being hope for other people that's definitely something that I, like i was talking to all our drummer about the following day we we're on the phone and i was saying you know i hope this is um a nice story for other people that are like plugging away at their music for so long and um, working really, really hard, not really getting the kind of recognition, which that um, they probably deserve. And then they see CEOs get this and it's just a sign that, you know, you don't have to have all that hype from the press. You don't have to have, um, massive marketing budget a massive label and it's not your debut album and everybody's like you know absolutely buzzing about this brand new band you can be four albums in 12 years in or whatever it is for us and um and just if you just keep your head down and work at your craft and focus on the music
0: that you believe in then good things can actually happen Thank you so much to Hazel from Lanterns of the Lake for being super open and honest with me about, you know, what it takes to be a mum and a musician at the same time. And I came away super jazzed, feeling like, yeah, do you know what, I can do everything, we can have it all. And it's not fair and it's not right as musicians and as women that we feel like we have to have the choice between being a mum and then also being a career-driven person. And I'm sure that both of those things come with challenges and I'm sure at some point we're all gonna feel that way, but we should never feel from the very beginning or the get-go that we have to choose one or the other. I'm not here for, for that life and, you know, it was, it was just so heartwarming to hear from someone who's doing it that you know she she wasn't going to give up she wanted to keep proving people wrong and it can be so tiring to have to keep proving people wrong i feel like i've been doing that for so much of my career and you listening probably feel you know exactly the same way too we shouldn't have to but if we really want change and better representation in the industry and in life we're gonna to have to keep doing that so thank you so much hazel for just giving me your time it really means the world and yeah it feels like this is totally possible now don't get me wrong i'm gonna wait a bit longer but yeah let me know what you think let me know if you've enjoyed this episode and what it's made you feel about kind of the representation of being a parent within the music industry I'd be super super intrigued to to see how you feel about it and hopefully that if you're listening to this episode it's just another thing you know that we have to think about that maybe you haven't thought about yet so yeah hope you've enjoyed the episode if you have enjoyed it please let me know find me baby woman records everywhere or C carpenter music please share it with your friends share it with other musicians that are maybe mothers or fathers and they're like do you know what we're not being represented let them know that now is something that they can listen to and yeah please share it please subscribe let people know and have a lovely lovely day if you're like me and you're already putting the heating on i feel you it's freezing anyway i'm gonna go Make yourself some stew and jemplins. Love you loads. Bye.